I believe that we're in a tremendous time and a tremendous season as the body of Christ. And I, I want to make sure that we don't miss what God is saying and miss what God is doing. And I'm going to repeat that statement. I want to make sure we don't miss what God is saying. And I want to make sure we don't miss what God is doing because we're caught up in the everyday routine of life and sometimes because life does what life does it can cause us to miss God and I'm declaring and decreeing that we're not going to miss God because I believe this is a defining moment in the body of Christ I believe it's a defining moment uh, in the point of praise and I want to make sure that we're hearing what the spirit is saying uh, to us as the church and I want to make sure we're moving in the direction that God has ordained for us I want to make sure uh, that we're marching in God's rhythm the kingdom of God has a rhythm and I want to make sure that we're marching in the pace of God the rhythm of God the flow of God. And so this morning, let's go to Isaiah 43, verses 18 through 19. I'm going to read it in the King James Version, and also I'm going to read it uh, in the New Living's Translation. So again, Isaiah, the 43rd chapter, verses 18 uh, through 19. This is what it says. It says, remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Let me uh, read it now in the New Living's translation. It, it reads a little bit different. It says this, but forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I am going to do. How many of you know that God is about to do something? God is about to do something. Hallelujah. Won't you put that right in the common area on Facebook that God is about to do something. So again, it says, but forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I am going to do. For I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. This morning, I'm going to uh, minister from this particular subject matter, new season, new things. Again, new season, new things. Won't you say that right in your car? Just say new season, new things. That's what we're declaring. New season, new things. Come on, put it on your lips. Let's declare it and decree it right now. Just say new season, new thing. New season, new things. See, more changes are, are crammed into every day of our lives than our forefathers have ever experienced in decades. Changes of all kinds have been taking place in our society. We all have seen it. Economic change has taken place. Social change is taking place. Cultural change is taking place. Technological changes are taking place. Political changes are taking place. Religious changes are, are taking place. And all this is happening at an accelerating rate. The pace has sped up in the earth realm. And some of these areas that we just finished mentioning, it's not just accelerating, but these changes are exploding. We are now living in the midst of what we call an epical change. Somebody say epical change. In other words, we are living in a unique and highly significant season. And I'm going to repeat that one more time. We are living in a unique and highly significant season. What we're experiencing, we have never experienced before 
in our lifetime. And I believe that God has positioned the body of Christ to create new history. I believe that God is allowing us, amen, to be in a significant time and a significant moment. And if we're not careful, we'll just look at this as a normal season, but this is not a normal season. God is doing something fresh, and God is doing something new. He's realigning us to his plan. There's a, a, a reordering of the kingdom of God. There's a reestablishing of God's mind in the earth. And what we have to do is we have to embrace these changes that's taking place in our lives. We have to embrace these changes that's taking place in the marketplace. We have to embrace the changes that's happening in the body of Christ. And if we embrace what God is doing in the season, what can happen is a momentum shift can take place in our lives and a momentum shift can take place in our ministry that can cause us to experience a perpetual harvest. I believe that we're living in a time and a season that if we embrace what God God is doing in the earth realm, there will be a perpetual harvest. In other words, we won't just experience a, a, a seasonal harvest, but every season that we walk in, we'll be experiencing God's abundance. Now, when I say that, I'm not just talking about cars, clothes, cash, and cribs, uh, but I'm talking about experiencing the fullness of of God. Uh, uh, the Bible says it like this. Paul says it like this. I, 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 I want to experience uh, the height, the depth, the width, and the breadth of God. He asked God to fill me with all your fullness. And I don't know about you, but I want God's fullness. I want everything that God has to offer. And so we, as the people of God, we must embrace this season of change. Somebody say change. Change is very uncomfortable. Change is very uncomfortable. A lot of us, we don't, we don't like change because it brings us out of our, our comfort zones. And one of the enemies of a new season is an old season. Now, it doesn't mean that the old season was bad, but what it means is that the old season has expired and God is ready to do something new. God is ready to, to do something fresh. And see, and see, and see, and see, see, this change that's taking place uh, is really not about you and I. And I believe that's where we end up missing it is because we end up personalizing it and, and we become selfish and we think it's primarily about us. And it's really not primarily about us. It's really about advancing the kingdom of God. It's really about the kingdom of God being established in the earth realm. Now let's define this word change if you don't mind. Let's define this word change. You all don't mind me laying a, a foundation, uh, do you? Let's define this word change. This word change means to make different. It means to alter. It means to modify. It also means to replace with something else newer and better. Somebody say newer and better. It also, amen, means to substitute one thing for another. Now, let me take my time and just go through, through some of these definitions real quick with some explanation. Again, it means to make different. And I believe that God is making you and I different. I believe there's a, a transformation even taking place uh, in the church. Now, when I say the church, I'm not necessarily just talking about point of praise, but I'm talking about the body of Christ at large. I'm talking about the universal church. And what's happening is, uh, is that God uh, is altering things. Say God is altering things. God uh, is altering things. Now, I don't know uh, if, if any of our brothers, they take uh, their suits to a tail and get alterations. When you take your suits to a tailor and get alterations, the tailor has to cut off some material. He cuts off the material that's not necessary for the fit of the suit. 
uh, what the tailor does is he makes sure that he tailors the suit according to your size. And I believe in this season what God is doing in our lives is he's cutting off all the unnecessary things in our lives that's not useful or that's not productive for what he's doing in this season. Glory be to God. Woo. He, what he's doing is he's making all things new. The Bible lets us know that he makes everything beautiful in his time. And I believe what he's doing is he's beautifying the meek with salvation. He's making everything new in our lives. He's making everything new in the earth realm so heaven can come down in the earth. The Bible says, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth even as it is in heaven. And I know a lot of us, we're, amen, preparing our lives, amen, so that we can make it to heaven. But what God wants us to do is to prepare ourselves for heaven to come down here in the earth. And I believe with all of my heart that God is transforming society and he's about to make society look like heaven. The rule of God is coming to the earth. The reign of of God is coming to the earth. The authority of God is coming to the earth. That's why he's releasing a fresh anointing and he's not releasing a fresh anointing so that we can just have a good old-fashioned church service, but he's releasing a fresh anointing so we can be more like him in the earth. He's releasing a fresh anointing so that he can utilize people like you and I, amen, to manifest miracle signs and wonders in the earth realm. I know some of you feel like, amen, that you can't be used by God at that level because you don't have a title as a preacher. You don't have a title as an evangelist. You don't believe you're a prophet. You don't believe, amen, that you walk in the fire fold ministry areas, uh, but let me let you know something, that in this season, the anointing is being released from the pulpit to the pews. Uh, see, what used to happen in previous seasons uh, is that the anointing was relegated to the pulpit, but there's been a shift. Uh, the anointing is not just relegated to the pulpit anymore. God is anointing uh, ordinary people in the pews. Uh, he's anointing the maintenance man. He's anointing the educator. He's anointing, amen, the superintendent of schools. He's anointing ordinary people to do extraordinary things. And I believe we have some people that's in this parking lot on this morning. I believe we have some people online that can sense something fresh. You can sense something new. It's uncomfortable. You don't like the way it feels, but you know that God is in it. And so, so what God is doing is he's making us new. Glory be to God. Somebody say new. He's altering things in our lives. He's shaking those things up in our lives that need to be shaking. So only the things that uh, remain needs uh, to remain. God is shaking some things up uh, in our lives. And one of the things the Holy Spirit said to me as I was laying on my bed last night, uh, he said, let the people know that in this season, I'm determined to get a yes, Lord, out of their spirit. Woo! My, 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 my. See, God is going to get a yes out of your spirit. No more excuses. Somebody say no more excuses. No more excuses. Glory be to God. You're going to have to lay aside all the excuses, and you're going to have to say yes to the Lord. One of the ways that God is going to get yes, a yes out of some of us is that he's going to allow some challenging moments to come into your life and put you in tight situations until you surrender all. I, I knew that wasn't going to go over too good. 
See, see, we have to realize that our lives are not our own. We've been bought with a price. And the Lord has need of each and every one of us. God needs your gifts. He needs your talents. He needs your abilities to be utilized in the kingdom of God so lives can be transformed. See, he's ready to transform lives in the way he's going going to transform lives is he's going to use you. Come on, say God is going to use me. He's going to give you what to say. He's going to give you how to say it. He's going to put you in the right places at the right time so you can do the right things because it's a new season. And in this new season, you're going to experience new things. So there's this word change means to make different. It means to alter. It means to replace with something else newer and better. It means to, it means to substitute one thing from another. There's a substitution that's going on. There's, there's a shift that's taking place. Not only is there a transition taking place, uh, but during this time of transition, uh, he's utilizing the transition uh, to position us for transformation. The Bible says it like this. The Bible says it like this. The Bible says it like this. I believe it's in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. It says, he that's in Christ is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. And a lot of times when we look at that text, we just look at it unto salvation. And, that, and that's the proper context uh, of the text. But when you get revelation from that text uh, beyond uh, the original context uh, of the text, uh, when we are in Christ, when we, amen, put on the Lord Jesus, when we take off uh, our old nature and we begin to walk, uh, glory be to God, in the newness of Christ, uh, what happens is everything that was uh, does not exist anymore. God removes it. Uh, and there's a supernatural transformation that takes place uh, where we begin to think different. And in this new season, what's going to have to happen is uh, our thinking is going to have to change. We have to allow God to renew our mind from an old wineskin because you can't put new wine on an old wineskin because the old wineskin will not be able to contain the new wine because uh, the new wine is more potent. Glory be to God. It has a different amen quality glory to God uh, and the quantity is different uh, so we have to allow God uh, to refresh us uh, with the Holy Spirit uh, we have to allow God uh, to refresh us uh, with the Word of God uh, and the Holy Spirit has been speaking to me uh, and one of the things that he said to me is that the people of God uh, need a fresh baptism of the Holy Spirit Oh, glory be to God. Hallelujah. Because what's happening is, what's happening is, is we're functioning as a powerless church because we're functioning outside of the realm of the Holy Spirit. It's all right to do good activities. It's all right to have programs. But glory to God in this season, I don't know about you, but I don't want to have an ordinary church service anymore. Oh, my God. When I come to the house of the Lord, I want to have a supernatural encounter with the Holy Spirit where my life is transformed. Glory to God. And if you don't come to the house of the Lord for transformation, what do you come for? If you don't come to experience a, a move of the Holy Spirit where signs and wonders uh, are being manifested at an all-time high, where is your expectation? We have to raise our level of expectation in this season uh, so that we, amen, can experience a move of God that we've never experienced before in our lives. Something else the Holy Spirit said to me, and I'm going to 
jump into the text uh, briefly in a minute. Something else the Holy Spirit said to me. He said to me, he said, in this new season, glory be to God, uh, in this new season, there's going to be a restoration of the ministry of Jesus Christ combined with the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Woo, glory to God. Glory to God. See, see, we have to experience uh, the ministry of Jesus Christ. Uh, the ministry of Jesus Christ uh, is a transformative ministry. Where when Jesus, when you have an encounter with Jesus Christ, uh, when you accept Jesus Christ uh, as Lord and Savior, glory to God, there's a transformation uh, that takes place. Uh, and I'm not just talking about Lord and Savior as as to salvation but I'm talking about making him the Lord over your life where you think like him where you question him you get direction from him glory be to God so there's going to be a merger of the ministry of Jesus Christ and the ministry of the Holy Spirit in the Bible, you all remember, amen, when Moses had died, I believe it's in Joshua, uh, the first chapter, the Bible says it like this. He says, Moses, uh, my servant is dead. Now, Joshua arise my God and what we must understand that Moses uh, 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 was was a type uh, of law. He was symbolic to the law. He was symbolic uh, to a religious, traditional, legalistical system. But Joshua was a type and shadow of Jesus Christ. So what, uh, glory be to God, the text was saying is this system, this system is dead. This old religious wineskin, this legalistical system that you cannot even measure up to, that, that system is dead. Now, we need Jesus Christ uh, to arise so we can live under grace, so that we can live uh, under truth. The Bible lets us know that Jesus could not do uh, many miracles uh, because of the traditions uh, of the day. See, it was that religious system that challenged Jesus Christ. Uh, it was that religious mindset uh, that challenged the ministry of Jesus Christ. Uh, but I believe in this season uh, that there's a transition that has taken place. Uh, I believe that there's we stepped into a new season. We've stepped uh, into a divine order where we have to embrace the mind of God in this season. We can't get caught up uh, in our own traditions. We can't get caught up uh, in our religious ideologies. Uh, but we have to embrace what God is doing in this season, even though it may feel uncomfortable, even though we may not like it. We don't like how it feels. We don't know what's going to happen. Glory be to God. We don't know how everything is going to work out. But we do have some experience and we do know if it's God is going to work out. Ooh, God. Ooh, my, 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 my. See, when you step into a new season, it always seems like in the beginning of a new season is not going to work out. And the old season looks better because the old season is more accomplished. Oh, my God. You know what you've experienced in the old season, but you don't know what you're going to experience uh, in the new season. So in the beginning of a new season, uh, you'll begin to misjudge it and want to go back to the previous season because it does not look like it's going to work. Uh, it does not look like God is in it. It does not look like you're going to experience the will, the mind, uh, and the promises uh, of God. Uh, but you have to be patient in the new season because in the beginning of a new season, our new challenges. 
<laughs> See, in the new season, what has to happen is you have to give God the opportunity to maturate you. You have to give God an opportunity to settle you in the new season. You have to give God an opportunity, amen, to shift your mind in a new season. Glory to God. Because what God will do is he will allow you to take roots in a new season so that you can experience the harvest of a new season. And you have to be like Abraham. The Bible lets you know in the book of Hebrews uh, that Abraham was patient with God uh, and received the promise. Uh, see, if we are patient in this new season, a lot of you are facing some challenges uh, in your life. A lot of you are going through transition. Uh, a lot of you, amen, are stuck between a wall and a hard place, uh, and you don't know what's going on in your life. Uh, you're in a new season. You're facing new challenges. You're having difficult moments. You're having dark and hostile experience. But I'm telling you right now, all you have to be is patient. If you're patient with God, you will receive the promise. Whew. I feel the Holy Ghost. Won't y'all take a praise break in this parking lot? Hallelujah. Glory. Hey. You have to have, have patience. You have to be able to wait on the Lord. You have to be able to, to stick it out. Glory to God. And I know we've been in this pandemic for a long, long time. Glory be to God. But wait on the Lord and be of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart. Again, I say wait on the Lord. All you have to do is wait. All you have to do is depend and rely on God. He said he will never leave us. He'll never forsake us. He'll always be there for us. We just need to wait on God we have to wait on God and while you're waiting you can't be complaining while you're waiting you can't be fussing while you're waiting glory to God you can't be bouncing between an old season and a new season because a double-bodied man is unstable in all his ways you have to hold fast to your confession of faith you got to stick and stay you have to believe God beyond all sense realm evidence it may be dark right now it may be lonely right now it may look like it's not going to work out but the devil is a liar I don't look at the things that I see because the things that I see are temporary while I do look at the things that I don't see because the things that I don't see are eternal. Don't allow your eyes to confuse you and make you to, to believe the wrong thing. God is up to something. Somebody say God is up to something. Ooh, my, 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 my. See, see, in Hebrews, the eighth chapter, the fifth through the sixth verse. Can I preach a little bit more? I haven't preached in a whole month. Can I, can I take my time and preach a little bit? Let me just preach a little bit. In Hebrews 8, 5 through 6, it says, They serve in a system of worship that is only a copy, a shadow of the real one in heaven. For when Moses was getting ready to build the tabernacle, God gave him this warning. Be sure that you make everything according to the pattern I have shown you here on the mountain. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me pause right there. See, 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 God was saying to Moses, I've given you a revelation. I've shown you something. Glory be to God. While I had you at another level. While you were spending time with me, disconnected from what you were experiencing in your natural life, I gave you a revelation, and I don't want you, glory be to God, to alter the plan and the pattern that I've given you. 
Now, what we have to do as a church, glory to God, I have to hasten through this. What we have to do as a church, we must make sure, and even in our natural lives, we have to build according to God's pattern. God has a pattern. He has, he has a methodology. He has a way of doing things and you know the scripture it says his ways are not our ways his thoughts are not our thoughts god has a way of doing things his way is not our way at all and even even let me just pause let me divert just a little bit even as it pertains to building a church we have to build according to god's pattern and that's why i believe there's a realigning that's uh, uh, taking place. There's a God is realigning us as the church, the body of Christ, uh, so that we can build our ministries uh, according to the New Testament model. Ooh, glory to God. We have to build according to pattern. God set up governmental order and governmental structure. Glory be to God in the scripture that we have to follow Jesus didn't just die for our sins and he did die for our sins but the same one that descended is the same one that ascended that's Ephesians glory be to God the fourth chapter and the Bible says and he gave some apostles or prophets and, and, and evangelists and pastors and teachers uh, for the perfecting of the saints uh, for the work of the ministry and what the Holy Spirit said to me during this time of respite quote unquote if you will he said it's time for the saints to work oh my god he said it's time for the saints uh, to get to work he said it's time uh, for some people to recommit themselves to work uh, and then it's time for those that are committed uh, to stay committed uh, to the work and we must identify who we are in the kingdom of god beyond being being good ushers beyond being good Sunday school teachers uh, uh, beyond being good parking attendants beyond being a good maintenance man who you are who are you in the kingdom of God what is your gift according to scripture do you operate in fivefold equipping ministry do you have gifts that's in Romans the 12th chapter do you have those gifts that's in Corinthians first Corinthians the 12th chapter do you have any one of those particular gifts and if you have one of those gifts and I believe each and every individual that's in this parking lot everybody that's watching me on Facebook live I believe you all have a gift I believe you all have something to offer to the body of Christ but the question is do you believe that do you believe that and are are you willing to do your due diligence and study out what your gift is? Now, let me just get to this text real quick. And let me close my message, least I bore you on this morning. In Isaiah, this, this, this 43rd chapter, it's a promise of victory. And I believe, glory to God, as we walk in new, this new season... We're about to experience victory in every area of our lives. Uh, your enthusiasm is overwhelming. I'll say that one more time. I believe as we step into this new season, we're about to experience victory in every area of our lives. And what the enemy has meant for our evil, God is going to turn it around for our good. And so, so if you read the previous verses connected to this 18th and, and 19th verse, what you'll find out is that God was reminding the children of Israel of what he did for them of when they came out of the wilderness and Pharaoh and his army was chasing them down. He said, listen, man, I, I opened the Red Sea for you and I swallowed up all the chariots uh, and the horses. He was reminding them 
of his awesomeness. Then he gets down to this text, and, and let me read it from the New Living's translation, and I'm about to close. He says, but what I want you to do is I want you to forget about all that. Even though it was awesome, glory to God, even though it was magnificent, I want you to forget about all that because I'm setting you up for something. Oh, my God. See, see, he didn't say I didn't do something awesome for you in previous seasons. We can't deny that God has been good to us. Anybody in this parking lot can testify that God has been good to you. God has been good to us. He's made ways out of no ways. He's opened doors uh, that no man can shut. He's healed our bodies. God has been good to us. But check this out. He said, even in all that goodness. Woo, God. Let me, let me say it like this. God has been good to the point. Wow. Wow. God has been good to the point God has done things at the point that will blow people's mind matter of fact let, 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 let me rewind a little bit and some of you don't know any of the history that, that's okay let me, let me update you j just a little bit not only has God been good to the point but God was good to St. Clara too Souls saved, bodies healed, facilities built, doing ministry in the region and in the community, feeding the, feeding the homeless, clothing the naked, ministering to people in prison. Come on here. God has blessed this ministry. God has utilized our senior pastor to, to raise up elders and raise up other pastors and raise up evangelists and raise up teachers. God has been good to this ministry. God has been good to this ministry. But look at what the text says. In spite of all that, I want you to forget about all that. <laughs> he says, forget about all that. It is wonderful. It's beautiful. It's marvelous. He said, forget about it. Celebrate it and move on. Just go with me. Go with me. Don't, don't lose me. And then it says, it's nothing. Oh, my God. It's nothing compared to what I'm going to do. The reason why I want you to forget about it is because it cannot compare to what I'm going to do. Then the scripture says, for I am about to do something new. Oh, my God. Glory to God. I, I, I want to declare and decree that in this parking lot that God is about to do something new. Not just in this ministry, but in your life. He says, I'm about to do something new. I'm going to make a pathway through the wilderness. Let, 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 oh, God. Oh, God. He says, I'm going to make a pathway in the wilderness. In other words, even though it's new, let me repeat myself just a little bit. I want to, I want to back up the statement that, that I made previously. He, sa he says, even though it's new, you're still going to have some wilderness experiences. You're still going to have some challenges but the good news is is that in the wilderness i'm going to make a pathway Ooh, God. he said i'm going to open some things up for you and i and i believe it with all my heart in this new season god is about to open some things up for you god is about to open some new doors for you you're about to experience some new opportunities there's going to be some divine connections there's going to be promotions and increase that's going to happen in your life new businesses are going to open new homes are going to be purchased new land is going to be bought because of this new season in other words my god in other words 
I, I got to walk a little bit. In, in other words, what he's saying is other people will be in the wilderness with you but won't have the same experience that you're having in the wilderness. Ooh, God. In other words, there'll be some other people in the wilderness that will be failing. There'll be some other people in the wilderness uh, that will be disappointed. There will be some other people in the wilderness uh, that will be dealing with some challenges uh, that you won't be experiencing. In other words, there'll be some people that will be cursed uh, while you'll be blessed. Ooh, God. That's what's going to be so different about this. Uh, where other people are dying from diseases, uh, you will be living and prospering and succeeding. While other people are broke, uh, living from paycheck to paycheck, uh, you will be living in abundance. Uh, you will be living in overflow because you're walking in the obedience of God. Oh, my God. I, I have to stop. I have to stop. But he says... Even though you're in the wilderness, I'm going to make a pathway. I'm going to open some stuff, some stuff up for you. Glory to God. <laughs> I, I, in other words, what I'm going, ooh, I just heard that. Glory to God. <laughs> in other words, he says, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you favor in areas that other people are failing in. I, I, I was I, I was thinking while I was I was preaching and I was thinking about all that's transpiring I inside uh, uh, our facility with the water damage and the contractors having to to come in and uh, this this whole remodeling project that that has to to take place. If we're not careful. We can look at this from the wrong perspective. <laughs> and we can really miss the totality of what God is saying. He takes natural things to show us what he's doing in the realm of the spirit. What God is doing, glory be to God, in the sanctuary is symbolic to what he's doing in our lives. Some of us have some leaks in our lives. Some of us have some mold in our lives. <laughs> some of us have some cracks in our lives. We have some damage in our lives. And he, and he says, in this season, I'm going to reconstruct your life. I, I, I'm going to knock down some walls. I'm going to pull down some plaster. I'm going to dig up some things. I'm going to uproot some things in your life. It's not going to feel good, but when I get finished, glory be to God, it's going to look beautiful. He's making everything beautiful on the inside of the sanctuary. And what's happening is he's making your life beautiful. And I know you may feel like, no, I'm going through some stuff. I'm, I'm facing some stuff. I'm telling you right now, God is remodeling your life. He's reconstructing your life. He's stretching you. He's, he's pulling you. I, 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 I was at work the other day and my boss pulled, pulled me in and began to, to talk to me uh, about a position um, that I can say she wants to give me, but she, it, it went past a want to you doing this, whether you want to do it uh, or not. So we, we're talking, and it made me feel so uncomfortable because I was so, I've been so comfortable doing what I've been doing. And because I'm so used to doing what I've been doing, I was having a hard time embracing what she was saying to me, even though I know I can do what she was saying to me. 
But because of the fear of the unknown and me really not wanting to shift and take on those particular responsibilities, I begin to make excuses. I, I, I begin saying what I couldn't do, what I didn't have time to do, what I didn't want to do. But she held me accountable to what she's seen on the inside of me. And that's what I'm doing right now. And that's what we're going to do from this point beyond. I, I got to hold you accountable to what you don't see on the inside of you. And what I see is the greatness that God has deposited on the inside of you. And in this season, you're not going to get away from being great. Just tell somebody in your car, just tell somebody in your car, it's your season to be great. It's your season to be great. This is your opportunity and your moment to be great. And don't allow the enemy to alter what God is doing in your life. I want to take this opportunity out and pray. I want to pray for those of you in the parking lot. I want to pray for those of you that are on Facebook Live, live watching. I, I, I want to I pray for you. I want to pray that a momentum shift takes place in your life. I want to pray that God will open the eyes of your understanding and that you will be enlightened and know the hope of his calling by his son, Christ Jesus. I want God to give you a complete revelation of, of who you are in the kingdom of God. I want to pray that God will give you the patience that's necessary for him to complete the work that he's doing in your life. Bible says he that begun a good work in you was faithful to perform it even until the day of Christ Jesus. God has begun not just any kind of work in you, but God has begun a good work in you. Young man that's looking at me right now in, in that car. God has begun a good work in you god is transforming your life even though you have fear of the unknown you don't understand everything that's taking place you don't even know how everything is going to work out but i encourage you this morning trust god glory be to god god has put you in the right place at the right time and if you obey the instructions of the Lord, your life will be transformed forever. I don't care what you have experienced in your past. This is a new season. It's a new day. God is going to give you new opportunities. He's going to blow your mind. He's going to wow you. And I, my prayer for you is that God will shut the door of your past, your your, your past tight and open the door of your future wide. I'll say that again. My prayer is that God will close the door of your past tight and open the door of your future wide. Let me give you a quick testimony. I'm not messing with you. I'm just ministering to you. I just feel the Holy Spirit leading me to minister to you. I, I, moved, I, I used to live in Washington, D.C., this was in my dumb days. We've all had dumb days. This was in the days where I had my own pharmaceutical company, if you will. You understand what I'm saying? And when I was living in Washington, D.C., I got arrested. And I transitioned from Washington to D.C. And I'm giving you the, the short uh, of the story. And I left from D.C. on federal papers. And I transitioned. And I moved uh, to Binghamton, New York, because a young lady that I was dealing with at that time was pregnant with my daughter see i'm a church boy with street experience so what ended up happening while i was in binghamton new york i recommitted myself back uh, my life recommitted my life back to jesus christ but i was on these federal federal papers let me tell you what the holy spirit did i never seen my uh, a federal officer not one day and he revoked all my papers i'm telling you right now god will do some supernatural things in your life if you embrace jesus christ as lord and savior and walk with jesus christ i'm telling you he will transform your life forever i'm talking about god started giving me jobs that i was not even 
qualified for. He was just promoting me and strategically putting me in places. And yes, I had a record, but what ended up happening is my record was supernaturally expunged. Nobody signed any paperwork. I had no meetings. I never went to court. God just supernaturally erased it because I walked in the will of God. And I'm telling you right now, there's greatness on the inside of you and God is going to do supernatural things in your life. Somebody ought to praise God. Y'all got to excuse me. I feel like prophesying up in here. Young, young lady, young lady, I don't know you from anywhere and I'm not, I'm not messing with you. I'm not bothering you, but the Holy Spirit told me to tell you that he's transforming your life. You've been through some hard seasons, some rough seasons, and I'm telling you that the enemy even tried to cause you to have a nervous breakdown. And God is going to heal the brokenness of your heart, and he's going to give you peace in your mind that surpasses all understanding. And there's greatness on the inside of you, and today God is unlocking that greatness. God is about to settle your spirit. This is a new season. It's all brand new for you. Things are challenging. Things are tough. But God just told me that he's about to open a door for you. Glory be to God. And this door that he's about to open for you, no man can shut it. And God told me to tell you that the struggle is over. Brighter days. Hey, ba, shut up. Brighter days have been set before you. I'm telling you right now, things are turning around in your life and no weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper Woo, glory to god y'all just let me work a little bit i haven't been here i feel revival in my spirit y'all just let me go to work just let me go to work glory to god just let me go to work i know we're in the parking lot but let me do my thing this morning glory to god i don't know know you i don't know you from anywhere but I heard the Holy Spirit said there's breakthrough coming in your life. You've been so rough on yourself. And sometimes you even feel like this is just how my life is going to be. This is not how your life is going to be because God is writing your story. He's still writing your story. These are just building blocks in your life. Your life is under construction. You've been your worst enemy but i'm telling you right now god is about to lift up your confidence he's about to give you boldness he's about to raise your level of faith he's about to beautify you he's about to raise your level of esteem and i'm telling you right now your life is about to be transformed forever all you have to do is embrace the will of God and even right now I rebuke fear off your life the spirit of intimidation you do not have to compare yourself to anybody he's going to give you beauty for your ashes yes it's been rough for you in previous seasons but I hear the Holy Spirit says it's about to get newer and it's about to get better and it's about to get brighter in your life glory to God Where these new people come from? I feel like going to work over here. Ooh, my, 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 my. Lord have mercy. Let me stop. <laughs> Ooh. Come on, y'all lift your hands up in your car. Glory to God. I feel the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Come on, don't just lift them, but begin to worship him. Begin to say something to him. One of the things the Holy Spirit said to me, the other day while I was in worship, he says, I miss the saints voice. So there has to be a, a restoration of worship right down here. There has to be a restoration of worship. We have to begin to open our mouths up again. See, the pandemic has stolen a lot from us, but I speak restoration. Glory be to God. I speak it now. Come on, open your mouth and worship. As you worship, I'm going to pray. I'm going to prophesy. Come on, just worship. God, we love you today. We love you so much. We appreciate you. You're, you're so awesome, God. You're awesome in all your ways. Father, we thank you for this word today, this word that's a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our path. God, we thank you for the new season. We thank you for new opportunities. God, we thank you for rebuking fear out of our lives, God, even though we may face some challenges and some obstacles. Father, we thank you, oh God, for you pushing us past every obstacle and every challenge that we may face 
peace. Father, we thank you right now for, for new ideas. And we thank you, oh God, for innovation, God. We thank you for boldness right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for raising our level of faith where we begin to speak your word only. We begin to declare your word only, God. No negative conversations, no negative company, God. But we are a people of faith and we walk by faith and, and not by sight. And every need of our lives is met, God. Every need in our ministry is met God we thank you for setting before us an open door that no man can shut God we thank you oh God for new things and big things and better things and, and brighter things God we thank you oh God for restoring our stamina and restoring our strength God we thank you oh God for our, our bodies aligning up with your word God we thank you oh God for new passion and new drive and, and new vigor God we thank you oh God we praise you right now and father we plead the blood of Jesus over everybody that's in this parking lot we plead the blood of Jesus uh, over everybody that's watching us God the blood cover us right now we rebuke the plans the schemes uh, the tactics the derailments uh, of the enemy oh that's that he sent towards us right now in the name of Jesus his assignment is canceled over our lives God and we shall prosper we shall produce uh, we shall flourish God we shall expand God our territories have been enlarged we declare it now Ooh, mama shata. in the name of jesus and father we give your name glory honor and praise for it now in jesus name let all of god's people shout amen come on let's give god some praise up in here hallelujah hallelujah Hallelujah. Come on, hallelujah. 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 While we was praying, I heard the Holy Spirit say, and we shall have good success. Ooh, I feel the Holy Spirit. <laughs> oh my God. And there may be someone watching now. It may be someone in the, in the parking lot. You need to receive Jesus Christ as, as Lord and Savior so that you can really become new. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 that he that's in Christ is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are made new. Jesus is ready to transform your life. He's ready to change your life on today. I'm not talking about joining a church right now. I'm not talking about being a part of a ministry. I'm talking about being a part of the kingdom of God and the body of Christ. And the Bible gives us simple instructions. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that he's been raised from the dead, you shall be saved. And there's someone here today, you say, you know what, Pastor, I'm ready to receive Jesus Christ in my life as Lord and Savior. Somebody watching me right now, you say, you know what, I'm ready to receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I promise I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm not going to pull you out your car. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to pray for you right where I stand. If you want to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you in this parking lot, just slip your hand out of the window. I'm just going to lead you in a time of prayer. Just slip your hand out of the window. I want Jesus Christ to come into my life. You want to pray the prayer of faith right now. Just slip that hand. There's nobody like Jesus Christ. He's the only one that can change your life. He's the only one that can transform your life. Just slip that hand right out the window. You don't have to be nervous. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be intimidated. He's ready to change your life today. You may be watching right now. I'm going to pray, and I want you to repeat this prayer after me, and I want you all in this parking lot just to pray with me. Lord Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. I know I'm a sinner, but I know you are a Savior. And Lord Jesus, I ask you to come in my life right now and save me i confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that you've been raised from the dead just for me lord jesus i thank you right now for saving me 
Now say this with boldness. Say, Satan, take your hand off my mind. Take your hand off my soul. Take your hands off my spirit. I belong to God. I belong to God. I belong to God right now. In Jesus' name, amen. If you repeated that prayer after me right now, we want to welcome you into the body of Christ. Come on, let's celebrate God for our new believers. Glory. Hallelujah. Listen, if you repeated that prayer after me, I want you to do something very, very simple. And I believe the information is right there on the screen. If you receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, your next step is to text this number, 845-209-1303. Again, text this number, 845-209-1303. Right there in the message area, put the word newbie, N-E-W-B. And someone from our aftercare team will be contacting you within the next 24 to 40 hours so that they can put some information uh, in your hand and assist you in your Christian walk. You may not be technologically savvy. And what you can do is right there in the comment area on Facebook, just put the word new B and someone will be in contact with you. Just put the word N-E-W-B and someone will be in contact with you. If you repeated that prayer for the first time and you're in the parking lot, if you just slip your hand out of the window, one of our parking attendants is just going to put some information in your hand and ask you to fill it out so that we can stay in contact with you. Again, if you repeated that prayer uh, with me, just stick your hand, just raise your hand right up in the air and one of our parking attendants will come to you and they'll have you fill out the information. Also, if you want to be a part of this ministry. I believe that this is an amazing ministry. God is doing some awesome things in this ministry. We believe that if you connect with us, that God will take your entire life to another level. I would love to be your virtual pastor. I would love to be your in-person pastor. And we believe that as you connect with us and we teach the word of God, you're going to see some things happen in your life that you couldn't even dream of happening. If you want to be a part of this ministry and you're a part of our vo vo uh, virtual audience right now, all you need to do is text 845-209-1303. Text 845-209. 209-1303 right there in the message area put the word join j-o-i-n and someone will be in contact with you if you want to be a part of this ministry and you're in the parking lot you want to join our ministry you want to be a part of our church this thriving church in the hudson valley region just slip your hand in the air one of our parking attendants will give you the new members uh connecting card so you can fill it out so that we can be in contact with you. So again, you want to be a part of this ministry, just slip your hand up in the air right out of the window so one of our parking attendants can serve you on this morning. How many of you enjoyed the word of the God, uh, word of the Lord on the day?